Right, hello everybody and welcome to the wonderful world of football shirts, your weekly podcast dedicated to all things football shirts. We are on episode 96, we're getting close to that 100 mark, very exciting. Um, Mark's still away on holiday and if you heard my ramblings from last episode, you knew that I had to call in the big guns to stop myself from going insane. So uh, let's give a very warm, wonderful world of football shirts. Welcome to Jake. How's it going, guys? Yes, fantastic. Seeing good you is, uh, we, you know, it's all been a very good day. We've both got beers. We're both we happy. Have. We are, and we are, yeah. Other than the Man United score, which is currently going on right now, but we won't even, well. All right, well, let's talk about happier Manchester United things because before I get into the how are you, Jake, what you've been up to, how's the art going, blah, 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 um, you're wearing a Man United shirt today, so I think it's only right that we start by talking about Manchester United because this week I saw something I don't think I've ever seen before. Oh, and I sent okay. it to you, and you were like, yes, first of all, person wearing it, yes. Oh, yes, yes. So it was posted on his Instagram this week. It was... Uh, the very handsome, very sexy Jamie Dornan. He's a cool dude. He is a cool dude. I've watched him on interviews on like Graham Norton and stuff, and he he speaks so well. His accent's beautiful. He obviously looks better with a beard. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. I can't say I've watched any of the Fifty Shades films, but uh, yeah, he looks good. Anyway, he posted a video of him doing a shoulder workout, shoulder shrugs. Mm. Say that after you've had a few beers. <laughs> um, and um, first of all, he looks henches. Fuck, mm. doesn't he, really? He looks massive, yeah. But what caught my eye is what he was wearing. And I had to send it to you because it's gorgeous. Yeah. If I, if I remember rightly, I think it was the, uh, I think it was like a United Champions League training shirt. I think it was the Champions League one, but it was from a few years ago. Yeah. Um, about maybe two, three seasons ago. It was the season where Bruno signed. Um, and we had that kind of throwback Champions League 1999, you know, badge with the, uh, it kind of had the the, the, the crest uh, with that shield going around it, similar to the 99 one. Um, yeah, cool shirt, man. So, question, is it black or is it a, a very dark grey? Yeah, charcoal? I think it's a dark, I think it's like a charcoaly dark grey. We had a, so, yeah. So, it's a charcoal grey. With a silver Aon sponsor in the middle, silver Adidas logo, three stripes, which I think start at the shoulder, not at the kind of trap neckline, and go mm. down. And then, as you said, it's the the famous Champions League Manchester United crest thing, but again in just black and silver, and it just looks wicked. Yeah, it looks smart, doesn't it? It looks really smart. I'd love to see that as an actual shirt, to be honest with you. And it's better than some of the, like, is it this, is it this season or last season when they had, you've got that kind of, it's a more of a triangular. Yeah, this season, that one. Season, um, yeah. Yeah, it's a kind of a real sharp sort of <laughs> triangle. I get it supposed triangle. to be a, a homage to the Champions League, but that one is so much better. Yeah, it was, it was really nice. And I had the home shirt, which, which featured that. And, um, in the in the actual badge itself, it had kind of like a, a supplemented star, like graphic all along the inside of it. So it was one of those which has got a nice little special touch in there as well. Um, yeah, very cool. I'm not. I wasn't a massive fan. I like for the United one this season with the with that very sharp shield uh, on there. I wasn't completely sold on the home shirt this year when when I when I first saw it. Um, but actually owning the shirt, and I'll tell you which, uh, I, like, I owning the home shirt, um, or working on the home shirt, I should say, um, it kind of appealed to me a little bit more. Um, but also, um, I've got the blue goalkeeper shirt, no. um, and the shield on that has got like a white background, and it really does stand out. So that's kind of won me over a little bit, that, that really sharp one, just from a couple of the releases this season. But uh, I do prefer, do prefer that one that uh, yeah, you so sent over. Forgive me for not remembering, but I've had a look at that the home shirt for that season, and it's it's uh, red, obviously, 
and the shield is black and the Man United badge is gold. Mm-hmm. And that's why I didn't remember it because it doesn't really look like, I don't know, you say, when I zoom in, yes, it's got Champions League-ness about it, but that was the thing about that, you know, 99 iconic Champions League shirt is it was so noticeable. It does get lost a bit. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is Jamie Dornan looking uh, very, very nice and uh, that Manchester United training shirt from the 1920 season. Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, it's got to be about 19, 1920. Yeah. Looks pretty, pretty good. Yeah, looks cool. Looks cool. Helps if you look like that, though, wearing it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I just look a bit like a fat man wearing a t shirt, to be you. Same. <laughs> um, right. Well, then we've got that out of the way. Let's move on to all things Jake. We're very excited. Mm. I'm very excited to have you on. I always enjoy having you on, and I no, always, always like good. asking. Yeah, always good fun. What's going on with you? What's going on in the uh, art world? What's going on in the football shit world? You've posted loads of loads of stuff recently, including blank shirts, badges, and those kind of things. So, you've been getting a lot of uh, stuff coming your way recently. I have, yeah. It's um, I, I <laughs> it seems really crazy because I started the year, and in my head, I had a, I had, I have had a, or I had had a very full year of commissions last year. It was the year before I started, and it yeah. was kind of a bit drippy and drabby to start with. Um, but then last year was full from January the first to December the. 31st it was just full on and it was um it was great fun loads of experience i created some stuff that i probably didn't think that i was capable of um and then starting this year i wanted to move more into different projects not completely lose what it was that i'd been doing but open up to maybe more canvas work maybe something different you know create a few more different styles yeah. of, of what I was doing. Um, but to be honest with you, the commissions <laughs> keep on coming and, and like, there's so many really cool ideas that get put forward to me. I'm like, oh, I can't turn that down. It just sounds like it will be really cool to do. And, and I feel like I can get a really good, um, final sort of product made for, for that, for that person who's, who's inquiring. Um, so I've just literally, spent all this year doing submissions as well um i've I've ventured a little bit um into the a a new sort of canvas style for a few pieces um yeah which um i'm sort of excited about going forward it was more of um it was more of an experimental thing i'd seen something similar done with fabric on canvas on just scrolling through instagram and um it kind of got me thinking and and got me uh well i was trying to figure out how i could how i could do it to be honest and then when i was going back through instagram to try and you know retrace your steps just to try and find out how they'd done it um i literally couldn't find it so it's it's been a bit of a trial and error process um but i think i've got it now and it's yeah it's i've got a few exciting sort of projects coming up which involve those um so yeah, more commission work, um, some more shirt-based canvas work. Nice. Um, and yeah, it's just more of the same, really. Just sort of pushing things. I, I still love the idea of doing more design work, maybe more so than tribute work. Um, so hopefully there'll be a few of those little things coming up in the future. But yeah, I I don't turn anything down if it's exciting and and I feel like I can do a good job of it. There's no way I'm saying no to anybody. That's fair enough. That's good stuff. Um, I have just sent you the first thing I'd like us to kind of like look at. I saw this the other day. It's uh, football shirt related, but it's on that kind of. We're treading a line. I don't know. We're cross. We're on. We're on the kind of line of fashion and football. Uh, There's a red website called RedMolotov.com, and this is a. Uh, the website that uh, sell themselves as political and pop culture football shirts. A selection of exclusive football shirts created to commemorate individuals, movements and events throughout history, as well as classic moments from film, television and literature. 
right? So that mm -hmm. sounds interesting to start. Just off the, just scrolling through, is there anyone that you see straight away that you'd like to take a closer look at and start talking about? Um, so I've just gone onto the link and I've I've opened up the first the first little bit. Um, just have a look at the pop culture shirts now, and there's some quite interesting ones there straight away. Okay, so the one that's caught my eye there is the Blade Runner shirt. Okay, um, I'm also um, drawn towards that Grand Theft Auto. Yes. Due to the fact that we've got a, a GTA fan who's currently playing behind me right now. Nice. Let's go talk about this then. <laughs> so this is an inspired by Grand Theft Auto Tommy Vassetti football shirt. Now, we are of a certain age where we would have played Vice City, right? Yep. People will have played Vice City. They remember what Tommy Vassetti looks like. He is a white guy who walks around and he's got a kind of very opened button, opened up button down shirt, right? And it is the guy. blue with palm trees. Yeah. And I mean, that's exactly what this football shirt is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's quite, it's quite cool. I mean, it's got that style, um, writing the GTA writing for the name set and the numbers on the back. Um, the badge itself, I think is done quite cool. Vice City Rampage AFC, which is, yeah, it's a nice little touch. Good badge as well, to be fair. Um, a little Malibu Vice Point shoulder. But the real key, the real the real crux of it, I think, is the sponsor. Yeah, ammunition, yeah, that's cool. Because, again, those who know Vice, those who know Vice City, those who know GTA, know that ammunition is the one and only shop you can go to to buy your ammunition to play Vice City. Unless you've got cheat codes. <laughs> yeah. But I have to say, obviously, we don't know the quality. We don't know what it looks like. But from all perspective, it looks like a pretty decent shirt, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just having a little nose of the other ones as well whilst, whilst we're talking. And I think every, every one of them, you can see that there's obviously some thought put in there, the way that they've designed the badges, the way that they've thought about sleeve advertisements and obviously the main shirt sponsors. Yeah. They're very sort of, if you're a fan of that thing, then it will, it will appeal to you. Uh, looking at a quality issue, I can see that maybe the designs have probably incorporated, you know, how around the sleeve you'll have, you know, like a different type of fabric. Yes, maybe a bit more yeah. grippy doesn't look like that but it has got the design as if it has got that um, and also like when you view the um the neckline you can see that it's very pale on the inside so it's very much a printed shirt so yes, that design and that shirt. pattern is very very printed um so quality wise yeah i'm not too sure but execution wise and the fact that they've gone into so much effort with those nice little touches you, got, you can't fault it, really. I mean, I don't know how much they cost. Right, well, don't have a look, because I'll, uh, I'll have a, make you take a guess of how much you'd pay. But looking at them as well, the only... If we compare them to other brands that have made football-like shirts, mm -hmm. I think of H&M when they did their Lovers FC ones, they were all inspired by a different team, so they had hints of... Uh, Arsenal, hints of Liverpool, hints of Germany. Yeah. Apart from the Beetlejuice shirt, which is obviously black and white stripes, and then maybe the Back to the Future Martin McFly 85 shirt, which is just red with white sleeves, but doesn't look Arsenal to me. I can't see any resemblance to any... Like, they, it, it looks like a football shirt, but it doesn't look like a team. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Effectively, these could all be Sunday League shirts to me. None of yeah. them scream, oh, this looks like a, you know, Ajax away shirt from 97. Yeah, there's no obvious rip-off there at all, is there? They're all their own unique ones. Yeah. Um, I th I do think that the, the Grand Theft Auto one takes to the biscuit for me. Yeah, I do like, I do like the uh, Labyrinth one as well. Well, let's quickly touch on the Blade Runner one. The yeah, sure. Because to me, that looks very um, 
early MLS. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I can see that. So just um, uh, quickly, just quickly describe the, that one to us. Okay, so this Blade Runner shirt has got is almost almost split into halves. Not halves as in left and right side, but top and bottom. The top, which covers sort of the main, the top part of your chest and the arms, is like a maroony burgundy colour. And the bottom half, what would you say that colour is? Oh, do you know what? I, um, if I was a Wolves fan, I would say that's Harbour Blue. Oh, good shout. Yeah, we'll go for Harbour Blue. Uh, in between those two main block colours, you've got a, a red, a blue, and like a pinky trim with almost like a sewing you know, like a, the, the, the hem of like white thread going across the middle of it. The collar's very cool. I do really like that collar. It's almost got like a, it's a main maroon collar with pink, red, pink again, blue, gray, and, uh, and then an also pattern sort of style. Thin, very thin stripes, but yeah. vertical on the collar, which I, I really like that. Cool badge. Unusual. Yeah, really, really unusual. unusual. I like it. Really like it. Um, cool badge. Sleeve um, sleeve advertisements again, very sort of filmy. But for me, the the name set on the back looks really cool. And I think that's one thing that they've done, just nosing through a, a few shirts whilst we've been chatting. The the name and number sets on the back of these are brilliant. Yeah, I completely agree with you. It, it's almost like it's only until you see the back would it hit home that it, it's, a, it's a GTA shirt. It's a... Blade Runner shirt. I haven't looked at any of those, but I can imagine what the Star Wars one would look like already. And it, yeah, I've just seen it. It's Star Wars font saying Han Solo on the back, you know. So I get it. I like it. Yeah, same, same. I think I think I think they're quite cool. I, I, I definitely see what they've done. Their inspiration isn't obvious, like as in a rip off of a normal football shirt, but their inspiration for people who like that or are into that um, film, TV show, game, whatever they're designing it for. Um, the one thing which is is kind of like, I mean, it's definitely niche, and that's coming from a guy who paints on football shirts, you know. It's um, especially like as considering the political aspect of these shirts as well, considering, you know, the main heading for these is political and pop culture football shirts. Yeah, niche, yeah. niche, but um, if you're into it, you're into it, man. Yeah. Um, uh, well, actually, I've just noticed that uh, one of them's a succession shirt and has Waystar Royco on the front, which actually is relevant because very early on in our podcast, um, I think it was Hearts had that as their sponsor because they had, I want to say they had No TV maybe as their sponsor. Oh, right. And okay. Much like the uh, Spotify are doing with Barca. Yeah selling it out they had waystar rocker so if you if anyone wanted to go back and look at all our old instagram posts you will see that we have a a, a post of hearts of middle Lothian having the same logo right so I, I i'm hoping you didn't have a look how much would you pay for that oh i didn't see um i'd probably say 29.99 about 30 pounds okay not too bad 35 yeah not bad, not bad. I, I, um, all I, all I hope is the quality's there. Yeah, exactly. That's the, thing. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, that is the thing. All right. Well, moving on. You had a few things that you couldn't help. You couldn't resist sending to me a few things. And I guess I'll start with um, Zhang Zhu. Oh, um, yes. Because... Say, I, I would say... Yeah, go on. Zhao. What, okay. I, I don't really know. <laughs> but that's how I'd say it. It's fine. You never well, learn if you don't try. Well, yeah, exactly. It sounds right. like, if I say it with, with confidence and conviction, yeah, it's quite so. Yeah, exactly. Of course it is. I wouldn't have thought it was anything else. <laughs> um, what you've sent to me is quite possibly one of the best, worst football shirts I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah. Because from afar it looks beautiful. If you don't mind, I'll kind of. Well, it's red. It's yeah. um, your modern Nike template. So mm -hmm. I've learned that it's like a. 
if it was a t-shirt they call it a raglan t-shirt mm-hmm. which is where the a normal t-shirt the, the hem, got a raglan yeah. on there yeah exactly the kind of instead of it stopping at the shoulder it goes all the way up which is the modern thing and it's red but it's got outline drawing of uh, some sort of flower coming up on the left hand side and then up on the right hand side but also going across so it kind of covers over half the top of the shirt a nice bright yellow trim on the sleeves and on the back of the collar nice bright yellow Nike tick everything looks great and that was the first image you sent me I'm thinking that's brilliant but there, oh, and also it carries on over the back, which is quite unique. Yeah, it's what I really like. I love that back, that back detail. It reminds me very heavily of um, the football gal on yes. Instagram, the one who does those beautiful pieces of art on the England shirts and stuff. Like yeah, that. yeah. I've been, I've actually got, or I've had a few, uh, a few customers where I've kind of put that design to them, something floral, all over. And it, not been inclined to go for it in the past but that that sort of temptation to create something like that is still there um and then when i saw this shirt it kind of just sort of reignited those uh that sort of idea and that demo for me to use but then the message i got from you was badge is shit though (laughs) (laughs) and never a truer word spoken never a truer word spoken (laughs) I think they went on uh, clip art and on the internet Googled football badge lion strong or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's definitely, uh, oh, I don't know. It's almost as if it's like, um, you know, like I'm, I'm sure you, uh, you did a special on it, you know, the TV show football teams, fictitious football teams, it's almost like it could be a fictitious football team to who plays against the Hurricanes next week. But, and the, the thing which sticks out, I mean, the football which is on there looks like it's on fire. So it's a 30, for those, if it, we'll send, a, I'll put a picture here, but it's like a 32 panel football with a black pentagon and the white bits around it. So very, mm-hmm. again, they got it off clip art. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. They've got that because also before we carry on, do you notice how the football is one style of drawing and the rest of it is completely different? Well, yeah, the footballs are very traditional, sort of, you know, no no detailing on there whatsoever. Yeah, and then everything uh, else is just hyper hyper yeah. detail. I've also now thought that maybe it's not a football on fire, but a football with a ginger mullet. A ginger I mean, mohican mullet, mullet. mullet. Are, they're coming. They're coming back in, aren't they? Really? It's a ginger mohican mullet. <laughs> People have got them. Why not? But but what's coming out of the uh, what's coming out of the ginger mohican mullet flames? It's a bright red tiger or lion. Wow, it's a big cat, isn't it? <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's a, a very aggressive big cat. But the 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 thing which tops it is. As you know, on your badge, you've got your team name, so you'll have Guangzhou. Um, but for me, it's that you know, I mean, I remember when Villa used to have prepared under, do you remember when Villa used to have Aston Villa prepared? Mm-hmm. Well, this has got Guangzhou, and then above it, be the best forever, which is mad. It's like be the best forever, it's like a oh. Pinterest quote. It's a it's a Ted Lasso quote, isn't it? Really, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. They've probably yeah. watched it and gone. Although it makes me think, right? Because how many football teams have Latin? As true, motto, actually. Yeah, right? no, that is true. Yeah, I'm just thinking it out loud. Like, imagine if you uh, translated like, every single one of those. If there was a like a team that plays in Italy that speak Latin, do they have a motto that's English? Like, there's, I mean, I know off the top of my head, I can think of Blackburn Rovers. They've got one. Yep. Carte de la Brue, Art de la Brue. Yeah, no idea what that means. That could say be the best forever. Never know. Um, or Everton, Nils Saints. Oh, yeah. Nook team, something like that. Something like that. You know. But you, you never know. What, I don't I don't know what they say. So it could be their version of that, really. Yeah, I mean, I my very first um, Sunday League team 
Birkbeck Orient, somebody translated into Latin a phrase, I can't remember what it is name, and they'll kill me, but it translated as we are often drinking. Well, because we were a bunch of, I wasn't, but when it was started, it was a Leighton Orient supporters club. It was a wyvern from the Leighton Orient badge, but instead of holding a football, he was holding a beer. It's that level of like, you know, dedication to your, to your Sunday League team that you got to appreciate, isn't it? But what makes this badge even worse is if you think about how a badge looks, right? So it's a shield. It's a um, it's in a circle. It's in a it's in a crown or something like that. You know, Madrid have a bat with a crown on top. Betis have one too, and you know, but this is both a shield and a sheriff's badge. And and also now I'm seeing there's two stars, which means they've won two things. But just to clarify, they've written in them what they are. Mm-hmm. They've won the ACL and the CSL. Yeah, I'm guessing Chinese Super League, not Asian. Asian Super League, maybe. Whatever it was. Yeah, champion Asian Champions League, maybe. Yeah, potentially, potentially, yeah. So yeah, that's um, I said to you, it looks like the badges that you have on Pro Evo Four. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely in that in that ilk, isn't it? Yeah, and so uh, yeah, gone from being ridiculously cool shirt to a ridiculously silly badge and making it and let's move on quickly because one of the first times I had you on we definitely went into a lot of discussion over the uh, Canada shirts the Canadian oh yeah we did yeah yeah it was one of the first yeah it was one of the first times we I I joined the pod wasn't it um and um we just had the Canadian shirt release. They like to do like the MLS. They like to do them all in one go. Uh, Macron seems to be the um, the main supplier for that league. And I remember sending you. I remember uh, when we were chatting and sort of sort of pre planning the show or, or or just sending shirts over that we think we could talk about. Um, I remember sending loads over, and then I went through them this time and didn't feel the need. To have to send any over, um, it almost feels like they peaked last year, and this year they've kind of taken a little step back. I feel like looking at them now. You're right; they've taken a step back on some of them. Every one of them was, you know, we spoke spoke about three or four of them, and mm-hmm. like there were details in them. Like one of them had like a Nova Scotia kind of tartany homage to it yeah it was brilliant and the the name set didn't the name set up tartan along there as well and just really stand out like individual detailing but i didn't really get that same level of little touches to make it more specific to that that location that club anything like that and actually going by what we spoke about just now with the uh, pop culture football shirts not looking like football shirts I'm just going through them on now on the Macron website. The Atletico Ottawa shirt, surprisingly enough, looks exactly like an Atletico Madrid shirt. Oh, right. Red and white stripes with a bit of blue in it. Um, York, uh, not most necessarily York United. Vancouver FC is like red and black hoops, and it uh, has a um, Venezia kind of style badge. Yes, I saw that. It's so similar to to that Venezia badge. It's mad, isn't it? It's like, a, well, could you get away with that, really? Atletico Ottawa's away shirt looks just like Norway's like ice-cold mm-hmm. away shirt. Um, York United, with their Carlsberg 0% away shirt, actually just like two or three seasons ago, Seattle Sounders. Yeah. Home shirt. It's just... I mean, I could be wrong, and it's only because you really pointed it out. I mean, kudos to Pacific FC. I like their home shirt. There's a bear in some kind of geometric pattern. But it's like they've just kind of like smashed it. It was a difficult second album, isn't it, really? It is. It almost, yeah, it almost is. It's like when you, um, when you, I mean, I I remember a lot of talk on the community about um, the Nigeria shirts and how, They'd been crazy for 
one season, maybe two seasons, last, mm. you know, the couple of issues where it got to a point where they maybe they've got to strip it back next time just to sort of reset. It's almost as if they pushed the boundaries last season and now they're having to reset. Um, I don't know whether that's the case or not, or whether they just take a sort of different sort of artistic design sort of direction or, you know, a lot of these brands, um, I know Adidas do it, they kind of hire a designer to do a lot of work for one season and then move on to somebody else going on to the next one and whether they've got someone new in at Macron, who knows. That's true, yeah. Now, I kind of, this is how good I am, I'm going to segue this beautifully. Either we can stick with Northern America or we can talk about designers. I'm happy to go with designers. I quite like, yeah. So, your mate, the guy from Nike, Mr. Ramberg. My man Drake. Your man Drake, right? (laughs) I'm going to send you a picture now of a screenshot I took uh, of somebody's collection. Let me just find it because I want to talk to you about this really quickly. Okay. Because it's fair to say we've always been really positive of everything he's done, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's all like, oh, yeah, this is this is cool. This is great. This is great. But I'm just wondering if he had a kind of a slow patch. In the 91-92 <laughs> season, this is... um. From al.shaw.shirts on Instagram. Yeah, what a collection he's got, by the way. Incredible. Yeah, incredible. I love love when he posts up something new because it is always good. And if I'm right to believe, part of the goalkeeper union as well. So, oh, nice. Yeah, he always gets that, always gets an extra little uh, nod for me. So, he is holding up a Olympic Lyonnais and a Borussia Dortmund shirt that I don't think I'd ever seen before. Mm-hmm. Because I think if I would have seen it, I would remember. Yeah. Because it's a one-button collar, but this collar is big. Yeah. Isn't yeah, it? it is. Like, yeah, it is, yeah. So, oh, nothing against the design of the shirt itself. It's a template that uh, Drake has done. I'm assuming it's Drake has done it. And yes. it's yeah. very plain in the middle. So, Olympic Lyonnais have got a very white... And then uh, Dortmund have got their kind of classic fluorescent yellow. And then the sleeves, or both in long sleeve, have a a pattern. Let's just call it a pattern. Um, and Olympic Lyonnais is kind of a purple and red. Dortmund's is the yellow and black. And again, what drew my attention to it is, is this collar. It's the way that he's wearing it. It doesn't look comfortable. <laughs> Yeah, I get it. I get it. It seems the button seems quite high up on, say, like where the Adam's apple could be, yeah. isn't it? Um, I am. I get what you're saying. I'm a big fan, though, of both. I am. Mm. Yeah, it's um like I, I, I'm pretty sure, um, and this isn't just me fanboying right now, but I'm pretty sure he's recently posted up how he's done that sleeve design. And it's a very, you know, like how we were talking about clip art. Yeah. And this is the best thing about football shirts. One thing, one time you can uh, you can say something's too clip art, and then the other time you can praise something for being actually clip art. Which <laughs> I'm pretty sure this was a clip art football that was horrendous, pixeled, you know, a pixeled football image that he chopped up and put in various different positions on the sleeves. I'm sure that's this one. Um, or if right not, he's, he's probably chopped something up. He, he breaks it down as to how he's sort of created them. And it's always a nice little insight uh, about how he's done these. Um, it's, I, it seems to be a theme of the day, actually, so far, that it's a classic great shirt, mm. but a, for me, a very interesting and not very practical collar. Mm. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? I mean, there's... I mean, the, the early 90s was full of stuff like that, though, wasn't it? Where it was just a little bit, they've tried something different. And yeah. sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. It's like it's almost as if they haven't tested it. They've just thrown it out there to the market. But I remember United, and, what, and it's one of my favourite ever goalkeeper shirts. And it was the away shirt from about 93, 94 for United. And it was grey. It was kind of marbled. And it had yellow and blue Umbro halves. 
sporadically around it, chopped up all over. Sharp View Cam, which the accompany the black Sharp View Cam first United kit uh, for the Premier League. And um, the goal, the neck for that was almost like a too high, it was very high, almost like a roll neck that you then had to fold and then maybe even fold again. And yes. it was buttoned. So you could you could wear it open. It just didn't look right like that. But then you could also like fold and fold. So it was like the, the sort of top part of the collar was almost as if it, it was maybe too high up on the neck. But I remember loads of shirts like that in the 90s. And, and yeah, I get what you're saying. But I also kind of quite like it as well. It's, it looks um... smart. Yes, almost like does. a button-up shirt. <laughs> well, that's that's exactly my problem. Actually, it looks too yeah. smart, like it's too. But um, Manchester United had a theme. I mean, obviously, Umbro had a theme, but United had a theme of having because wasn't it like in that Champions League season with the zip collar? The mm-hmm. goalkeeper shirt itself looked like it was a turtleneck. Yeah, that, the zip. And I always remember the black one in particular. Always seemed a bit higher up than. Yeah, we had. The green um, one. Like kind of around that era, we had obviously the green one, which we wore in the league as well, but the Champions League one didn't have the Umbro um, piping down the sleeves. But those that was like a zip collar. And obviously on the home, it was like a fold-down collar, but the keeper's version was was just almost like a, a complete round neck. Um, and then we, we also kind of had around that time, but it, was, it wasn't really used that often. It was like a grey, shiny one. Um, it was almost like chain mail. And if, if I remember rightly, that kind of had a collar that creeped up your neck as well. Um, and I remember Norway wearing it. I'm pretty sure it was Norway in the 98 World Cup. I think it was, yeah, I think it was the 98 World Cup. I'm going completely off my head here. Um, I think Norway wore it. And it, obviously in the summertime, and it just looked, my God, that keeper's got to be boiling. Black, shiny. It might as well just be wearing a bin bag in front of the sun. I always remember that with David Seaman, especially in 96 against Spain. He's wearing that. They used to be just so thick a material, didn't they? The gold yeah. shirts. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, good one. I'm glad we went down that because uh, it all, I mean, I guess two supporting, obviously, we're very big fans of him anyway, but. It's kind of cool that we're still talking about the designs he makes even now. It's, yeah. Because if it was a, you know, an Adidas shirt at the same time, it's probably stuck in a cupboard and no one really talks about it. But mm-hmm. even to this day, we still talk about it. Yeah, it's brilliant. And it's nice to see. I mean, it's nice to see him sort of out and about and he and he talks and he chats to the community and he, he gets fully involved, which is, is always really, really nice to see. And his and his Instagram. I'm pretty sure Mark said it, and I'm and I'm sure I've said it on the pod as well. It is a real interesting account to follow um, because he does do these breakdowns and he does post up his collections and and all this sort of stuff. It, you know, it is good. Um, I've got a question for you. Go for it. Would you like to play a game of Snog Mario Void Football Shirt Edition? I've actually got one for you lined up. Have you really? Yeah. Do you want it? Oh, this is this is unprecedented. I know. Well, I then, thought I'd, I thought I'd treat you because you don't get asked, do you? No. Well, that's I choose not to. But go on. Let's play. <laughs> let's play. Let's play. Let's play. Okay. So. Oh, here we go. Okay. So, my my, and we're kind of carrying on that chat, really, considering you mentioned oh, David mate. Seaman. I'm so, I'm so good at segueing unintentionally. So. Um, this is what I've done is I've chosen three goalkeeper shirts and all of them feature and not that I'm endorsing them in any way because they infuriate me as much as they do I don't know what I agree with them but this is Talksport who and it was quite a while back I just I just come across it one night where they listed their 10 worst England goalkeeper shirts mm. now the list and the three which I've sent over to you yep. was England's 1996, obviously, um, away goalkeeper shirt as worn by David Seaman, the red one. We all know which one. Uh, the second one which I've sent over, I 
think it was 97, which may have gone crept over to 98. England was worn by David Seaman as well. Oh, I mean, it's it's dark blue, electric blue and black stripes made by Umbro. And thirdly is, oh, I can't remember the year for that one. Um, one second. It would that be, was. We got knocked out by Italy after uh, 2012. Yeah, the 2012. Yeah, 2012, I think it is. Um, England goalkeeper kit made by Umbro again. Um, this one is more of a greeny turquoise, which features a lot of St. George's crosses. Um, so, yeah, all very loud, and that's why I've chosen them, and that's probably why they feature in TalkSport's 10 worst England goalkeeper kits. So, give us your thoughts. What are you going to do? Well, um, the the one won by Joe Hart is one we have discussed on the pod before because we talked about a video that we linked about the guy who designed it. Craig. Craig Burglars. That's it. That's it. Yes. Um, taking back St. George's Cross. Yeah, did you? He worked with um, Peter Savile on that shirt, who famously um, designed uh, Joey Division covers. <laughs> you know, yeah. he's done he's done loads of album covers. Yeah, like on Joe Hart, it looks wicked because Joe Hart rolls up his sleeves, or is he wearing a short sleeve there, and he's got a top underneath. The actual long sleeve version doesn't look as appealing because the way that it's like put out mm -hmm. it's it's effectively just got it's a pattern on the front not the sides and then it's got kind of like going off your kind of chain mail thing it's got like um armor plates on the on the shoulders which yep. kind of make it doesn't uh the david seaman 97 shirt i love this electric electric vibe about it there's yeah. no there's no rhyme or reason to it there's no do you know what i never noticed about this one the FA in it, in the pattern. Oh, fuck-a-doodle. <laughs> Shit, I was just trying to work out whether it said Umbro. I couldn't see FA in the slightest, but now I've I I've never see noticed it. that before. Fuck, uh, Well, yeah. you know. But I love, I love the electricness of it. I love that it's striped. It's very rare that you see a striped goalkeeper shirt. Um the weird kind of shoulder bits which are interesting just... shoulders on that isn't it it's almost like ribbon <laughs> yeah and two completely different blues and now i see david seaman wearing it is he wearing a woolly kind of oh this is pre undershirt days isn't it really mm -hmm. yeah so is he wearing some kind of roll neck almost top underneath yeah he's probably wearing like a training Thicker, thicker undershirt jumper or something, isn't it? And look at those Royce gloves. Yeah, nice. And that ball as well is kicking. That's a proper kind of Adidas. Oh. It looks like a 96, you know, the 96 England one. So you're a 96 with the Lions and the Rose in the middle. And then we've got... The, actually, the jump from 96 to 97 is, in, in, compare, in football terms for goalkeeper shirts is huge because 96 like yeah it's it's great because it's all matching pattern but we've already discussed the thickness of those shirts and the shorts were the same it's a kind of no it wasn't fleecy was it but it almost kind almost of feels spongy like wasn't it it spongy, had that sort of yeah that crazy but it's like material double or triple the thickness of a normal player's shirt mm -hmm. and then the next year in 97 this electric blue one would have been almost it's a lot more sleeker, isn't it? More silky, maybe in that material. Right, well, almost player shirt material. Yeah. Uh, right. So, and of course, we're going to talk about the red one. It's got that the collar which we've just discussed, which was, you know, when you cut off your football sock and it starts to roll up. That's how I can describe <laughs> it. It yeah. was a, a high neck that starts rolling itself. A, Those are all the fashion back then, though. I remember having a jumper like that with that little roll down. <laughs> Shorts are huge. What about them socks? Because we never wore that. You never, well, I say we. Uh, David Seaman never wore those in Euro 96 and they kind of slightly altered them. The, the picture which I've sent over to Rich is um, a friendly game just before. And this was the actual kit that was released. And the socks 
were a hooped sock, uh, main collar red with yellow and green alternating hoops. Mm. Why They're would crazy, right? Them? Why would you not have worn them? I don't know. It's it's weird. Like um, England, for some reason during '96, the and I, I, I don't. This is just this is just proper geek me. Yeah, nah. like and it. I remember I remember picking up on it as a kid, and and just I don't know the reason why. I just you know I just know it happened. But we 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 released the '96. Um, I'm pretty sure it's the home and the and the goalkeeper kits. Can't remember if the grey kit did it. I think the grey kit had the accompanying socks, but the actual. Original releases with all the promos. David Seaman wore them hoop socks. Yeah. And England, the England home sock, which I remember properly, was white and it had, you know, the big umbros back from the early 90s, like the mm. big umbros going across it in the darker blue and light blue. And the ones that they actually wore in the tournament had just two thin blue lines fold over. And then I think it had a small little umbro badge on there as well. So they didn't they didn't really wear the ones that were released on the promos for the tournament. They're very strange. Yeah, the the, the one the socks that Seaman wore for that against like Germany, and I think he wore it in the group stage game, uh, or might have even been the qualifiers as well. Was just plain red, plain red with um, a little bit of detailing on the turnover. Mm. I think I've told you before, don't I? I own a pair of swimming shorts in this design. Yeah, I saw a few a few little old school keeper ones that are like that. I really like them. I've not got any though. Here we go. I've got them right here. I know you've seen them before, but look at those bad boys. Cool. And look at that as well. Uh, Eminem Direct. If you want to get your hands on some uh, retro nineties inspired football shorts, but in swimwear. Always. Perfect for the summer. Right, so you want me to pick a snog, marry, and avoid, right? Yeah, go for it. Right, I've got to do this, and I've got to kind of give my reasons why. Um, okay, Richard. I I think I know exactly what I'm going to go with. I'm going to snog the David Seaman 97 Electric Blue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay? I think it's... Woo! Give me a little quick shot of that. <laughs> I... I'm not making any apologies about this. I'm marrying Joe Hart, 2012. And I am avoiding Euro 96 David Seaman. Oh, my word. Yeah, that's fine. And I'm going to tell you exactly why. The more I look at them, the more I can't... If you were to send me the pictures of the shirts themselves... Yeah. The answer might have been a bit different, right? But the more I see pictures of a 90s footballer wearing a 90s kit compared to a noughties footballer wearing a Well, even a a noughties or a 10s, whatever you call it, kit. Mm. There's no comparison between how much better Joe Hart looks as a goalkeeper (laughs) compared to how David Seaman looks as a goalkeeper. It's chalk and cheese. Like, Joe Hart, shirts, shirts still tucked in. But it's kind of gaping at the back, so he's got that French tuck, as they call it, on uh, uh, Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. <laughs> he's got his sleeves rolled up. It's, you know, fitted on his arms. It's fitted in general. Looks he's, smart, doesn't it? It does it looks look smart. smart. That that greeny-blue colour is... It's to me... I love that colour. Yeah. I want to see more shirts in that colour. I get what you mean about it as well. If only, if, if, if only say... That design carried down the sleeves. I'm not too sure why they've done that half sleeve, but you know who am I to argue with? Two incredible designers, <laughs> you know, yeah. obviously held some sort of uh, you know design aesthetic that they were like, they were liking. The size of the shirt, it's just the size of the '96 shirt is incredibly baggy. You know, I even like did a quick Google of the shirt myself for David Seaman wearing it, and it still just looks. I can just imagine how hot he got wearing it. I can think of all these like bad reasons why it's not a great shirt. I always remember playing, and obviously, play. I was playing school football, uh, school football, and and Sunday league at that age. And like this, regardless of whatever club I was playing for at the time, um, the goalkeeper kit that they'd give me, I'd always opt for my own. And yeah, you know, as a United fan and and that growing up, there were always Umbro goalkeeper shirts and heavy material. 
And if that was raining that day, my God, those were heavy. Yeah. So for that reason, I can't get that out of my head. So that's the reason behind it. So to clarify, I am snogging the 96 to 98 um, electric blue kit. Mm -hmm. I am uh, marrying the uh, 2000, do you say it was 2012? Yeah, 2012, we reckon. 2012, uh, kind of turquoisey blue, and I'm avoiding the 95, 96. Oh, that. Hey, (laughs) they're not paying me to make easy decisions. (laughs) (laughs) Not paying me at all, but that doesn't matter. Um, I've got one more shirt to show you. And I'm going to send you the link now, and then I'm going to tell you who it is, because I've forgotten. Because that's what I do. I take pictures of stuff and then forget why I took a picture of it. Oh, it's okay. ACG, which stands for... Nope. Why am I trying to click on the picture? Fuck's sake, Richard, you're an idiot. <laughs> Athletic... Atletico Club... Oh, I think you might have to... Guana? Guania? Guan, Guan is... There's an S in there. They're they're a Brazilian team. Right, yeah. And this is their... Can I I see the translation? I feel like this is their new shirt for next this season, next season. Uh, New... When you translate stuff on Instagram, it does it very badly. So, right. The, The reason why I've got this is... Funnily enough, keeping with the theme of kind of too good, too bad, bit really good, bit really bad. This, to me, has a lot of really positives about it. But then there's something about it that also doesn't really fit or sit with me. Do you want to maybe give it a quick uh, description? Can I say, I'll send you, I'll send you the actual... This, I mean, this is this is making terrible podcasting, but <laughs> who cares? All right, yeah, I'm it's, the, it's the first time I've ever seen this, to be honest. All right, I'm sending the actual Instagram link, so click on that. Oh, okay. Let's have it's, a little nose. It's made by... I can't even tell you it's made by. No, I don't know. I don't know who that brand is. Um... They're in Serie B, B, Serie B, and... Um, Drag, drag, drago store. Dragao store. Nope, that's just the store in which you can buy the shirt. ACG <laughs> official. Okay, I'm just getting on there now, sorry. That's all right. Okay, so yeah, from, from the initial photos that you showed, you showed me, it's... It's actually a, quite a nice shirt. It's um, it's it's mainly white, and it's got a kind of like a black sash going through it. Um, but either side of the sash is kind of like a, a red sort of piping line, which doesn't cover the whole length of that sash. It's only only say like half of it. Um, I quite like I quite like that. It's a bit of a different take on it. I like the cuffs and I like the collar. I like the badge. I love the little star detailing on there. The yeah. one thing which may be off-putting about it is that sort of jacardy pattern within the shirt with the squares. Right, so it's uh, they call it Art Deco detailing. Oh, right, which, okay. I don't know, but jacquard is probably a better way of doing it. So for me, I I, I agree with everything you say. And again, it's uh, this more modern feature of a raglan shirt creates this ending of a pattern when maybe it shouldn't the one thing i really like about sashes which uh, we haven't spoken about for a very long time in the pod but we used to talk about all the time is a sash starts at the top of the shirt and goes through all the way to the end of the shirt i'm not necessarily saying the bottom because nowadays modern sashes don't go all the way down to the bottom they stop you know a third of the way down which again, this one does. It's quite a tight um, angle sash. So yeah, it's kind of like there's just a bit of s- where the shoulder is, 
it's just blank but if you are on their official page you skip to image number three and you've got the woman wearing the shirt it looks like the sash is then replicated on the back as well yeah i'm kind of lost in 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 this in this brand i've never i've never heard of this brand before i've, I've gone on to something called toledo toledo sports and they've got a little promo video for which may be the away shirt as well which is red very similar but in red and you know what uh, I've just sort of picked up that the pattern within the shirt, the the Art Deco one, yeah. as a bit of a, a bad point. But looking at the video and the promo shots, I actually really like that. You know, like how like a um, the Nike, you know that how the Nike um, the player issue shirts yeah. have got that sort of supplement, not supplemented, but you know, what I mean that pattern within the shirt that, that sort of makes it all you know expensive and stuff. <laughs> you know, the athletes wear them ones. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of got sort of intricate detailing on it. Maybe it is the Drago. Maybe it's a um, in-house brand because this Drago store keeps on popping up, and it is a D, isn't it? Yeah, it looks like a D on the on the logo. Would you say that the logo color is the same as the main red detailing on the on the shirt, or is it Ooh. slightly off? I would say it's slightly off because it just it rings a bell, but it's slightly stuff off. like that can throw me as well of a shirt. If if there's like multiple colours but a slightly similar, mm. it's like why did you not just uh, <laughs> why did you not just match it up? <laughs> yeah, so like uh, it just it irks me slightly because of the detailing on the sash as well. The, the yeah, detailing yeah, of the yeah. sash makes it a very tight sash so there's not much space for the badge there because it feels like a very tight yeah and the fact that it on the woman's one the, the female on the right hand side in the first picture it looks like it ends way too early as well like it doesn't yeah. even make it to under the armpit under the arm it just stops now i don't know whether she's pulling on it for added tight effect or it just looks a bit. That's what I just don't like about it. It's 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 almost perfect, but complete it, complete yeah. the sash. Yeah, yeah. I've just noted that that picture where you said it looks like it's on the back as well, and it is. Um, but when you look at the side sort of image of the shirt, you you can't really see if that sash is sort of lined up properly. It's just little things like that, isn't it? But other than that, I think it's a really cool shirt. Yeah, it's different, isn't it? <laughs> Other than the, all the points I don't like, about it, I really <laughs> like this shirt. Yeah, it's, it's it's good seeing stuff that I've like I've never seen before. I'm not familiar with the team, the branding with it, which it's used, but yeah, it's cool to it's cool to see that. Right, uh, I think. Well, good Do you know when you just don't look at the time and you realise you've been talking away for an hour? <laughs> well, that's Blown by. There's a common theme with me on these podcasts recently. Um, let's wrap up, shall we? Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. So, Jake, before we do, first of all, thank you very much for stepping in again. Um, anytime, if you know. People, anytime. If people want to find you, where can they do that? So, main places to find me are on Twitter and Instagram at Art on Shirts FC. Um, I may have been a little bit quiet recently, but it's been a very, very busy time. Should be getting back to dropping new shirt releases, um, hopefully every week, every other week. Again, I've got plenty lined up. Um, today, I dropped uh, a nice V-Borg uh, Danish team shirt, which had uh, a couple of images of player Jep. I think it's Jeppe Groning. Um, and, yeah, next up, I'm pretty sure it's going to be Messi on an Argentina shirt. So, oh, yeah, uh, follow me if you don't already and, and you know, see some see some shirts getting painted on. Yeah, if you don't already, give him a follow. You should be because his artwork is incredible. Uh, we are uh, at ShirtsPod on Instagram and Twitter. And our email address is wonderfulfootballshirts at gmail.com. I've got to tell you, Jake, that email inbox is overflowing. <laughs> yeah, with all the junk email from people telling me <laughs> to give them $100 so they can give me a million. There's a Nigerian prince somewhere who's really desperate. 
Yeah, he's got the money. He just wants a bank account to put it in. One of these days, one of those has got to be real. Yeah. You're just going to ignore it. Yeah. It's all right. We've had a beer. We've all had a good time. Um, yeah, Jake, it's been an absolute pleasure. And um, it will be my pleasure to give you the honour of saying goodbye to everyone. No worries. Well, thank you for having me back. It's always always fun to have a chat. And, uh, yeah, thanks again. Um, so, goodbye. 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 <laughs>